Bolt-On Technologies automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. It is Ranch Nation. Good afternoon, Frank. Good afternoon, Steve. And welcome back, you guys tuning in. Yeah, nice to have you back in Ranch Nation once again. That's right. You guys are chilling out in your car. Maybe you got a little traffic. It's time to turn it up just a little bit because we got all your car care, people. The weather's starting to change, you know, getting down now. At nighttime into the 50s, and I'm a little stuffed up. I feel like I'm Sylvester Stallone. I will go stuffed up like this. Oh, that was all stuffed up and stuff. Well, stuffed up and all that stuff is is, uh, is not good. And uh, we're in studio, and it's not stuffy. We got a little bit of a sunset. If you guys are listening to us on the replay on the podcast. Did you see the meteor last night? Oh, what meteor, It was man? a meteor streaking across the sky. Just out of nowhere. Well, yeah, people saw it from California, New Mexico, Utah, Colorado. A big meteor just streaking. People thought it wasn't a, a UFO again. Well, I don't know about you. I don't think there's anything we can do. Uh, you know, we talk a lot of technology. It was an autonomous meteor. And I don't think we can stop any meteors. We're it done. Did, it, didn't you, have, it didn't have a driver to the meteor. It just flew without a man in it. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, before we get into the show topic, <laughs> uh, again, guys, welcome back. You guys rock. We appreciate you dialing in every wednesday 4 p.m of course on the podcast we upload that yeah on sunday uh, well thank you today uh frank for you being our keynote speaker at our Evit foundation breakfast today there you well, go Well, all right a little clappy clap for that it was a wonderful experience you guys listen we got a lot of students we got a lot of mechanics yeah, we're always training we're always raising money for the foundation <laughs> because it pays for the tuitions and fees for students who otherwise couldn't afford it so it was yeah. a great great thing today Evit rocks, you know, uh, you guys tuning in. If you're not from Arizona, specifically East Valley area, right. boy, oh boy, find your local high school level right. school because there's so many trades out there. Mike Rowe talks about it a lot. So the trades are alive and kicking. The blood, what I call the blood and spirit of instructors, the community that support that, that's all alive and well, kicking. Well, we, we had Helene on last week from Cottonwood. Yeah, she was cool. Pete. And she's involved with Mingus High School up there because right. she, you know, she wanted a shop that she could work with and the kids, and that's, yeah. that's exactly what you should be doing. John Gardner, Velocity TV. You sure. know, he's, a, he's a college professor uh, out of Florida, right. does the show. Uh, before we dive into the show topic, people, I'm going to paint a picture, and someday soon, people, I guarantee you, I guarantee you. I'm looking at this thing. We're going to have the video down of the show so you guys can actually see. I don't know uh, what this is, this this tool. It looks always, sort of like a giant fork. You guys know we always talk about technology. Right. And, and I have in my hand, going back to 1930s. 1930s, Easy. Right. Maybe the 20s. Really? If you can imagine this, imagine, this is a... It almost looks like an electric chair looking device. Yeah, I mean, I've seen something like this before, Frank. It almost looks like, guys, if I'm you're listening, di- it, it, it almost looks like a turkey 
like you stick it in and it's got a thermometer, a yeah, thermometer on yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, right? You know, exactly. So this is, people, without getting I've fancy, seen, sure. has an analog dial on it. Yep. This is how they There's test. A gauge on it. This is how they tested batteries back in the day. Really? This has got a pretty sizable oh. wooden handle. Okay, so it's you hold it, and then the, each one of the prongs gives you the positive negative and the negative. or positive. Right. It's got the gauge on it. Really? And the gauge, this is what cracks me up. And if you mechanics listening, you can relate to me. This is awesome. The gauge is simple, Steve. Look yeah. at that. I'm going to give this to you. Okay, look at yeah, the I'm gauge. Okay, yeah, let me take a look. It says uh, DC now, volts. Right. All right. It's either dead in it the says, middle. It's, it's dead. dead. If it's, it's right in the middle and it's red, it's dead. The simplicity of or it. Or if it goes up to either plus two or negative two. That's it. It's a 2. simple, 6. simple gauge. Everything was simple. Now we got to decipher. Well, why gotta, would there be negative energy? I don't know. Maybe you, what did you do earlier? Negative energy, because you'd have positive energy if it was charged. Are you feeling positive over well, there? What would the negative thing? be? Negative means you got real problems. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a Made gauge. Made by cell check, This by is a gauge, and it's really Very simple. Cool. Again, if I could describe it, and we'll put yeah. this up on our Facebook page, yeah, Rich Nation awesome. Facebook page, but it was just real simple. All right, I want to do an announcement to show topic. You, right. you guys deserve this. There's been a lot of news. We're going to cover that that kind of revolves around this show topic, and uh, I don't know if I got a little drum roll. I'm going to try to find. We'll get it together. Let's see if this is it. All right, that could work. All right, welcome back to Wrench Nation. Frank and Steve here every 4 p.m. on 88.7 hey. The Pulse. Bam! Uh, did you guys hear? I mean, did you guys hear the big statement of Bob Lutz, GM aficionado? Bob Lutz is uh, retired. He's retired. Really? But he is a heavyweight. Okay. Well-respected. Not to be confused with Frank Lloyd's. No, Missing an E. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bob Lutz made a statement, and uh, he's like I said, he he pretty much is well respected. He's behind the Dodge Viper. Sure, uh, some would consider him the automotive industry's world's most honest well, what man. What was his statement, Frank? I'm going to sizzle this out. All right, he said basically, yes, kiss the good times goodbye, as you knew the automotive industry. What? That's going away. How you drive a car. What you're owning, the mechanic that's fixing it, See I how you buy so. the car. I still think there's people who want to be behind the wheel, who want to feel the power of driving. I don't know about and that. And who don't care about the autonomous. I'm one, Frank. I mean, I'll be dead in 30, 40 years. Well. But I don't care about the autonomous car. Well, All I care about, I like to get in there and control. I'm a control freak, Frank. Well, maybe we can change your mind. Eh, I'm all for it. something. You guys give us a call because this show is about you. We want to hear what you got to say in uh, 480-655-8870. Yeah, call or text 480-655-8870. What do you think? Do you think it's over? <laughs> is technology yes. going to wipe out? Now, now uh, our respected uh, ex-GM of uh, uh, CEO of GM, Bob yeah. Lutz, he said within like five to seven years, people. He thinks we'll all be riding in autonomous vehicles by then. He says... Pretty much autonomous. Happen. Autonomous is a part so of it. What are we going to do with the cars we have now? People, some people drive their cars for 10, 12 years, Frank. I'm just saying all right, or longer. So the they're show, not just going to throw. We're not going to throw away all our classic cars we take to the car shows and just go. This guy's nuts. I well, some Frank some Lutz people believe is nuts. It. Right, what's Bob Lutz is Bob nuts. and Frank. I happen to agree a little bit, but <laughs> Bob Lutz is nuts. That's my chant. Hashtag you guys, Bob Lutz is nuts. We're talking on today's show topic as we kind of set it up with Bob Lutz and yeah. the technology, and of course we want to hear from you guys. He's nuts, by the way. Four eight zero six five five eight eight seven zero. Maybe 
He's worked in the automotive industry long enough. He's loony. Half of us are nuts anyway. He's loony. Uh, the fast and furious of automotive technology. Are you ready okay. to say arrivederci to your way of driving? Or for you do-it-yourselfers, right. picking up a wrench to work on your own ride. Will these super sophisticated technologies change you and your thought process? And will that happen sooner than later? We want to know. And in fact, Steve, we went out to the street. Oh, that's right. We did. Uh, you guys know we're hitting two hours in, in January. Starting January 10th. We're going to give you some more pain. It's coming. And part of that show in January as we progress to two hours is we're going to do these street sweep teams. I don't know what we'd call it. But we actually went out and we wanted to hear what folks uh, said. So Wrench walking. Wrench walking. <laughs> I don't know what we'd call it, but we really wanted to get into the minds of the average person. Yeah, so walking when we started out with, had you heard about? We wanted to find out if you guys even knew what a Google car is. All Go right, ahead. Let's find out. I've never seen the Google car, but I heard lots of things about it. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. A little sketchy. I think that it's like the future. Oh, wow. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd probably try it. Yes. No, I think it's kind of cool, you know. Oh, wow. That's uh, interesting. Google's got everything else. All right. Well, they know what Google is, but right. some of these folks, there was a couple. That one lady was cackling. Like, she was really By the excited. way, when I go to restaurants, I call myself Google when they ask for my name. Yeah. Because I know all. You do. Yeah. You're a know-all. So fine. we asked you guys if you heard about it. Some of you said yes. Yeah. Some of you no. It's exciting. Not sure. We also figured, okay, well, assuming that you knew about the Google Autonomous. Or, yeah, you decided or to ride in Waymo, one. If you said you wanted to get in one, sure. would you really need any safety or seatbelts? Right. I think it could be safe. I've heard things about it. More safely. I hate wearing seatbelts. Uh, yeah, no seatbelt in the car. Since we're taking our hands off of the wheel, I feel like we need more safety since we had our hands on the wheel. Ah. They oh. still have to have some driver control to them. At least if any car is passed, that should be foolproof so that no lives can be lost all right. i like that yeah. he was being honest you yes, know i mean sure. the reason why guys you you guys know that we're going to autonomous because we're killing each other right i mean it's thirty-five thousand deaths so that's cool some of you want to be safe some of you couldn't care less now we also asked folks you know how would you spend your time in an autonomous vehicle let's hear what folks had probably to say all the things i do now when i drive when i shouldn't be you know so probably just do work stuff on, on the way there on the way back Definitely getting back to emails, you know, texts, and I have a lot of clients. I just pretty much just sit back and just let it yeah. do it, do what it does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can catch up on a lot of stuff. I would be uh, helping other people, I guess. Socialize on my social media. I can do some other stuff. I don't necessarily <laughs> need to concentrate on the road. So uh, I'll probably listen to the music and relax in that time or just, just Who's listening to Marvin take a nap. Gay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, you guys tuning in, you catch a wrench nation. We're coming out to see it. Uh, They had a couple of good tips, and I I like the gentleman. He was very practical. He he said he's just going to chill out. Now, you and a few others uh, last week said you're going to sleep. I would sleep. So remember, you guys text us. We have some more of these interviews. We're going to continue. We have another few questions, but you guys get in on this conversation. We want to know where your head's at. Well, someone just said, no way. What about people who can't afford autonomous cars? Well, I got information for you because you're right. Text me, hashtag Bob Lutz is nuts. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's my hashtag. So now we talk to folks about, you know, what they would do with their time. Right. And so we figured that we kick it up notches. What if you could design the accoutrements in your cab 
And we asked folks. Accoutrement. If, wow. Accoutrements. That's Big a word. fancy. Yeah. That's a wrench nation fancy word right there. What if we could have robotic style massage seats? Oh, let's see what folks had to say about massage. Seats. Save me some money. Yes, definitely. That's actually great, too. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> People like it. They, I would love it. They like it. I don't think anybody would like it. What else we got on massage seats? Anybody? No, that's it. All right. Well, we had the last question, and this was very important. This is very debatable. And for all my insurance people, you're probably not too happy right now. You're trying to figure out who's going to insure the autonomous car. Oh, yeah, because who would be involved? Would it be the maker of the car or would it be you? That's right. Is the accident your fault? Oh, that's a good question. Right. So let's see. Absolutely the car. Oh. In my experience, most of the accident happens because of the other driver's <laughs> uh, mistake. Other by the driver, own okay. mistakes. Not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, not well, me. No he, one's at fault. Now that one guy. Yeah, the car. He's, he's a Bondurant driver. Yeah, oh, okay. He's perfect. Yes. He's, <laughs> he said everybody else is at fault. So there you have it. That was our little street team. And uh, we want to know what you guys think. Uh, will technology take us away? Ha ha! Would you get in your ride? Would you whistle for your car? It's not going anywhere. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. 480 is the phone number that's 480-655-8870. If you want to chime in on the autonomous cars and whether or not uh, Bob Lutz is nuts with a hashtag on it <laughs> from GM who says that in five to seven years, all the other cars are gone. I'm sorry, Frank, I can't afford to buy one of these autonomous cars. What are they going to cost us? Well, we're going to get to that. And you guys, let us know what you think. We heard you loud and clear out there in the streets of Phoenix and some of you we're in the dark, and some of you said, yeah, bring it on. Uh, I will I will talk to our text individual. All right. Uh, they are working on some programs, because guess what? How would you like a day when you wouldn't even have to purchase a car? We're going to talk about mm. that. In fact, I think I got a little news action on that for all you right. people. All right, here comes the news. All right, we all know about Uber, Uber, Uber. We got some Uber drivers. We got some Lyft drivers. Well, Uber is going to aim for the sky. People, listen up. I'm telling you, uh, to our text individual that stated, hey, well, that's going to be really expensive. Right. Well, guess what, people? Ride sharing is coming, and Uber is connecting with NASA. Man, this is some serious business. Remember, Bob Are they going to fly us to space now? Well, I'll they, do that. They are trying to develop air traffic management systems All right. for its flying taxis. Oh. Now, guess what, people? How many of you guess when would that happen, Frank? When is that coming? It's never going to happen. Well, they're testing. Los Angeles, people. Why not go to the one of the worst places? Yeah, but you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're talking about cars flying out of the sky, smashing into each other, crashing down to earth. This is not a good idea. This four-person ride-sharing flight may not be happening real soon, uh, but they're working on that reality, and they're talking about plans for demoing that in L.A., Steve, in 2020, people. Yeah. So if you're thinking about this, what, what Bob Lutz is saying, Steve. Lutz is nuts. And we'll get to shout-outs here in a minute, but Mr. N- Mr. Oops. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Nuts. <laughs> where's the little... Planners Peanuts. He's like Mr. Planners. He's where, got the little glasses on the hat. <laughs> Where's the cough button? I missed that one. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Well, nuts. What what Bob Lutz is saying. Yes. All right. Now, remember, he's well-respected. And nuts. Well-respected. He's just saying that how we buy vehicles 
is going to change. Yeah. Ride sharing. Yeah. There are apps that you can. We talked about this several times ago. You guys know that. How often do you use your ride? In a 24-hour period, 8%. I think it's 10%. Right. Wouldn't you like to rent that oh, while look. you're sleeping with a ride share app? Would you rent my vehicle, Steve, at night? If I'm sleeping and you got to get up and do radio morning show. Right. Would you and get you on the app? And you just rent another vehicle if you had to go to work, if I was working while you had to go to work? And I, I had the app, and you, you said, okay, I'm going to take that musky, stinky F-150 this right. guy has. I need it because i got to no, move it. Frank, Would you, you do that? You're looking at a whole thing. Like, my car is my mess. My car has my stuff in it. It's not just I store stuff in there that's with me at all times in case I need something for an event. All right, I'll put for, it to you okay? this way. So, to I'll me, put it, to it you just this doesn't way. make sense. I'm going to change the reality. Yeah, the change reality. You've got a daughter ready to go to high school. Okay. And you want to send her to a very nice high school. Okay, I have two dogs, but I'll just use Kazoka's Let's change dog. it up. Let's Kizoka's say you've got my daughter. your daughter wants to go to college. Her name, okay. And that college is eight to ten thousand dollars. Let's put that okay, number. Okay, that's up. pretty cheap college. You spend that now with your ride, don't right. you? Eight to ten thousand oh, yeah. a sure, year. Sure. Would you park the ride? All right. And give it some ride sharing for a nominal fee uh-huh. to be able to put your daughter or son in college. Wow. That's an I. So that's how sure. we got to look at this. Sure. So Bob Lutz and his nuts. He's Can that money little, be better used? <laughs> Bob Lutz is getting a little more. See, it's the freedom of going sane. where I want to go, when I want to go. Unless you have a transporter like Star Trek, I can't go where I want to go when I want to go there. Well, if you want to rent you a nice Audi convertible, yeah. it, there's an app for that. All right. All right. You don't have to own it, but that's what we're talking about. And I think that's what Bob Lutz says. We want to hear what you guys said. Uh, 480-655-8870. We want to know what's in your head about this. Is uh, Just think about this, though. Us growing up, Frank, in the in 60s, 70s, and the 70s and 80s, by now we thought we would have had the Jetsons flying cars when we were young kids. I'm telling you, it's coming. Okay? We would have thought that, but we would have never thought we would still be driving the way we're driving today with really there were cars back then that had similar gas mileage to what we had today. There I were. hear you. Now, you mentioned Jetsons. Yeah. Right now, you and I, Yes. we need to fundraise. Yes. If we get flights to Dubai and do a Dubai Ranch Nation show. I'll go to Dubai. We could go from the airport to where we got to go on some street corner in Dubai with a flying service. Remember, they instituted that back in July. They've got flying taxis. Now, the 200-pound weight limit may be a problem. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to make that one. We'd have to connect a few. weight limit? Who are they lifting? Four-year-olds? We need a flying bus for one of those. Well, all right, your shout-outs are brought to you by good friends. That anti-theft device is installed on your precious ride. It's impossible. Uh, this obstacle for even the most persistent thief, they ain't getting anywhere. So check it out, nevergonnagetit.com. That's that little great plug. And our shout-outs, listen, guys, I know you're missing the owner's manual and you're scratching your head and you're not sure about how to deal with your car care. Well, get on to carcare.org, the Car Care Council. That's a nonprofit organization. And you get on there, type in your information, and you will have all of your maintenance plans and everything organized in a nice fashion. Carcare.org. All right, Frank, so uh, what we're going to talk about today's topic is? Well, we're talking about that technology. It is going to wipe us out, that fast and furious of automotive technology. Will it wipe us out? Will it change the way we've looked at our cars, our vehicles? A lot of ways it already has, though. I think so. Yeah. I mean, technology has changed from everything from our GPS system. That's right. Okay, so we don't just wander and not ask for directions anymore. GPS takes us right there. So on the tone of what Bob Lutz said, uh, he said, in in five years, everyone will have to get their car off the road 
or scrap it for metal. Now, in Japan, and folks don't quote me, but I know that in our industry here, we can buy low-mileage Japanese engine. Right. And these are low-mileage because there is an incentive program. They don't go as high miles over there. They don't want to pollute and things. They've got different laws. Sure. Eventually, it's all bicycles. We can buy a low-mileage bicycle. That's what we're going to get. And that's going to be in two and a half years in 2020. Yeah, so, I mean. Oh, five years, you said. Okay. So, as quoted by Alex Roy, who writes for The Drive, you guys can check him out, thedrive.com. He says that a realistic approach based upon history would suggest that this practical approach to when it may all be coming, we need to go back to the horse and carriage. Okay. So, listen to this, guys. Tell me what you think. He says the horse was the prime mover of humans. We know this way back when. <laughs> um, and, and not for the humans that did have horses. With all this mumbo-jumbo that he's talking about, he essentially said that it took approximately 16 years okay. in that exchange when we went from horse carriage to automobile. It was all about right. 16 years before. everybody. It was affordable. Folks wanted it. Uh, they could choose colors. And pretty whatever. much at that point, nobody used horse and carriage anymore. Is that what you're saying? The transition. After 16 years. That transition took about 16 years. All right. Now, so we could say, well, here we are, 2017, mid-2030 is the math. That may be the time where, hey, my daughter's okay with, she's got a Mustang. Sure. And she'll park it. And I look at her and said, what are you doing with the car? She says, Dad, I'll, I'll Uber, I'll Lyft. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Generation sure, people, yeah. Z yes. says, because we grew up, everybody wanted to drive a car. You got right. the 15. Generation Z said, nah, save my money. Yep. It's a different mindset. And I think the national media and the national brands that exist are pumping that, that that's sexy now. Yeah. In fact, it's like smoking. Right. You're going to be, be sure. they smoke. Oh, they drive. Right. That's not, that's, oh, that's grossly spending money. Right. You're still polluting no matter sure. what they've done sure. to the emissions. So ride sharing. And I think that green sexy, that's coming back. I think you're right. I think the millennials. The Xennials, they all embrace what that. Are, yeah, I don't know. What's a gen? Do we have, if you guys, any Generation Z people's listening. Generation Z has got to be really recent, right? And I know you guys on the podcast, you're going to give us crap. I know it. Gen, we're going to find out. If you want to text us, because why not? We mentioned it. But you guys, you Generation Zers, the Yers and the Xers and the Boomers for sure. Boomers are going away. In fact, they all, the Boomers think we're all crazy. All you boomers got, you got boomers got the 69 Mustang, the 72 Caddy with the big sweep tail fins. And Generation Z says. Right, Generation Z no. is after the millennials, just so it's a current generation we're in. So some of those people are too young, but they, oh, wait, typically use the mid-1990s and mid-2000s as starting birth years. So they're like anywhere from 20 to 10 years old right now. That's it. 10 to 20 years old. You know, we're talking about technology. Automotive technology, is it going to wipe us out in how we traditionally looked at the automobile? Are those days going away? I'd like to invite you guys right now, get comfortable, cozy. We are going to go on a journey into what the technology of your interior of your car could sure. look like. Okay. So we are going to go on a journey. And just so you guys know, in the next 10 years, that interior will surpass what the last hundred years did for that interior. That's pretty, that's pretty large right. claim. And interiors are changing dramatically. And it's not just stereos. When you think of interiors or even all these, like, you know, 14-point adjustments to the seat no, or airbags. No, no, sure. 
Volvo's playing with that flexible seating. And one of the things that Volvo did for hybrid vehicles, Volvo has the hybrid lines as well as their gas lines. And of course they have diesel. That big old bulky hybrid battery just gets in the way. So they were able to configure how can they reconfigure the battery positioning and still make this work. And they did. And they're able to fit in their hybrids seven people. So wow. not only is the technology coming, but how we're get. I'm telling you, if you have a Volvo, figure this out, Steve. I'm figuring it right now. If you got seven people in your family. Right. And they're all running around different parts of the day. They sure. only need a car for about an hour total time in the day. Right. If I rented through the app, this ride sharing app, sure. the Volvo, and made a small business of it, like Uber and Lyft is now. Think about it. Would you be inclined to own the Volvo? Wow. Again. It's like, again, it's like, what, what, why not just have a train to take everyone wherever on every street? That's not practical. Okay. Maybe we still, not. We still want our privacy. You're right. You're right. We I do want privacy. You, yes. guys, you guys will agree. Uh, autonomous, it's coming. Ride sharing, all that's it's here. It is. But you want your privacy. Right. I don't think I don't think as human beings, you know, we want our privacy. We still want to be able to ride with our family, even if it's on an autonomous journey. Yeah, exactly. With I mean, nothing will change. Right. You will not be able to do anything about a stinky diaper. Sure. You will not be able to do anything about uh, where's the bat? Bad wake up exactly. the bathroom coming. All that like technology can't save us. Right. Maybe. I don't know. We're gonna talk about that. One of the other advancements in interiors that's being tested out, guys, and this is pretty cool stuff. And some of you guys have this at home. Uh, the new loungers, the new chaise, the new couches. You get a nice fancy leather couch. It used to be the old mechanical lever, right? You pop it up, boom, your legs go up. But now they've got the touch sensitive in the stitching where you can actually just tap it and the seat moves. So it's like clandestine and also bragging rights, in my opinion. Your couch has got bulky switches and I just touch the thread. Right. And so that's where the interiors are going. They're working together. Jaguar is. They've actually assembled a design team out of Pasadena, the Art Center of Design, and they've tasked these students by 2030. Now, I'm trying to figure that out because the students are going to be long gone, but right. I guess it's going to be sure. you know, an ongoing on. thing. Sure. But they basically want to have the touch and feel of the controls, all your controls. You just kind of swipe the stitching and everything haptic-like. You know your phone, you can kind of just put a little touch it and it has a little vibration sure so you know it did it said yeah i got your command that's the same principle that stuff's coming steve it's amazing and i got one more if we got some time yeah, go ahead you got a minute go ahead we got one minute left uh this is really cool people uh the lear into intelligent seating ecosystem biometrics is happening uh oh they're gonna read and monitor the wellness of your driving people no more driving wow. drowsy driving maybe the seat will That'd be a good thing. If it catches your eyes and you're falling asleep, sure. it's going to adjust it to get you upright. You guys stay tuned. Guess who we got coming into the studio? Ravelco. Ravelco's coming. We're going to talk to him about the thievery. Is technology going to make the car thief go the way of the elevator man? Oh. You guys stay so. tuned. Next. Car talk. Car culture. Car tips. Car music. All that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. 480 is the phone number if you want to give a call or text into Wrench Nation. We love to hear from you. Thank you, Abraham, for noticing my magnificent seven whistle. Nice. Yeah, I, was a, I mean, I'm not a very good whistler, but you know, I, I had know. it under you there. Was it magnificent We're seven? taking a journey. I think Man, you got skills over there. 
<laughs> oh, wait. That's the key of B flat. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back. B flat. Welcome back, guys. We're talking about Fast and Furious, man. Is is technology just going to, like Bob Lutz said, going to change things? We're never. Hashtag Lutz is nuts. Lutz is nuts. I don't know about that. I'm going with it now. Frank, I do have to say, though, it, when that day comes, because it is coming, and that, that really we're all going to have autonomous vehicles, I really believe they're going to look more like uh, a round object that we all can get into, and that there'll be seats all the way around to 360 well, degrees. I got, a, I got a report coming segment four. You guys hang in. We're going to yeah. continue talking about the dramatic changes to the interior. You guys will probably see some sweeping changes as we normally do every three, four, five years. The car right. changes in the outside, technology under the hood, saving us. Uh, driver awareness systems, that's stuff you can't see. But the interior, you guys will see that. We're going to talk more of that. But first, I thought it would be a good idea for you guys. Um, you guys are driving out there. you got newer vehicles. And in your mindset, you're like, wow, this ain't like my 91 Honda Accord, which, by the way, I think is high ranking for stolen vehicles. I think that every year, that Honda Accord. Yeah. Now you got that new push button start. And I'd like to welcome... Big Daddy Mike McCarter Rebelko's in the house. Oh, Rebelko's in the house. Well, nice to you. see you. Good to be now, here. Now, the folks want to know, uh, before we get to what Revelco is, you're in the anti-theft business, Yep. but we're going to get right to it. A lot, of the, a lot of our folks listening have a push-button start. Yes. And there's a false sense of security that, well, there's no key. Nobody's going to steal my ride. Oh, it's very false. Talk to us about the push-button start and where there may be some problems there. Yeah, those are actually a lot more vulnerable to theft than even your older vehicles that, uh, that that don't have that that don't have by the how keys. what are they how are they well basically that little thing that's not a key that's in your pocket that the car knows you have with you right. is always throwing a radio signal out there uh, radio signal so all somebody's got to do is buy a little cheap thing on the internet and believe me they're available and cheap and hijack that yeah is that all what they you're saying? Do, they, they follow you halfway into the store in the parking lot and then they just go oh like, darn like this car fob yeah, yeah. has is, right, is right now emitting a radio signal right throwing, now throwing a radio signal out there every couple seconds i yeah. guess especially if i accidentally push on it so like, tell us let's walk through this because really? some of you listening may not you're not understanding this or it may it just may be me right okay see so but let's break it down i have a nissan ultima right push button start yep and i go to work my mm-hmm. car's locked jeep jeep it's done yep i go to work What's happening now with my key in my car at that point? Your, your, your car is, is a potato. It's not doing anything at that point. It's, it's looking, dead. It's looking for that mm, signal. And when it, and when it, and Wait a when, minute. It's looking for that signal, <laughs> and when it doesn't Sorry. hear it, you know, it just sits there and it stays locked. But that key in your pocket is sitting there throwing a radio signal out every Continually? Yeah. Wow. So all somebody's got to do is walk just a few feet away from you. Oh, and uh, then, your, then Godzilla attacked. All right, we got to call you. Uh, <laughs> Ranch Nation in studio etiquette. You will be yes. fined. Yeah. Oh, he didn't put his phone on silent. Yep, that was me. <laughs> that was all me. All right, Mike. Let's continue because this but, is uh, this is serious. So and, somebody and, somebody just has to walk a few feet away from you, wow. and it can be it can be that far. I mean, just any random person walking in the parking lot. You walk by them. They can just be standing there smoking. Now, what a are they going to do? They're going to jam it. No, they're, they're, they're going to hijack they're, it. They're going to have a little device in their pocket, yeah. which is going to hijack that signal and then clone your key. So that that box becomes a clone of your key. Wow. And all they got to do is walk back to your car with that box in their pocket or out or whatever they're doing. They can be juggling it for all the It's right. Well, like the blacksmiths that come in, they'll make your key. They have the same type of equipment they do. The exactly. Blacksmiths but do. they can do yeah. it at a distance. Right. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. With the blacksmiths, you got to give them the key and then they call in the code and everything. Right. So. That little box is just sniffing for the radio signal. As soon as right. it hears it, it goes, okay, number, that's yeah. mine now. Can wow. I put a, I mean, I'm thinking I'm, this may be goofy, but. 
Can you put aluminum foil on that damn key fob while you're sitting at work? Can we jam? Is there anything that you can do other than what we're going to talk about, this gray plug uh, that's installed on vehicles? Well, but if you, if you want to get, basically, you know how people have uh, special wallets for uh, oh. shielding the chips on their cards? Very smart. It's, theoretically, you could get a container that you could put your key in, but the thing is you have to take it out every time yeah. you're going to get in your car. It'd be like lead, like Superman couldn't see it. Right. Key through it with the x-ray vision. And if you're going to have to open that thing, take your key out every time, what's the good of having push button start where you don't have to use the key in the first place? Right. You can get the crypto case for nine ninety nine. <laughs> and <laughs> so, it's, it's okay. going to be bulky in your pocket no matter so what. So, I, I, like, I like the idea that you're bringing this to light. Um, the box may not be practical. I mean, I, I can't see couples going out. They're having a nice little dinner, and the wife's got the small purse, and who's going to carry the big bucket looking thing to exactly the, so tell us about the gray little plug you you actually are involved with a company uh it's been premiered on abc 15 or locally here in phoenix yep. uh they did a wonderful job covering the story anti-theft device the little gray plug a lot of you heard about this we talk about it on the show what is that going to do for me in terms of slapping a car thief in the face it only does one thing and it does it perfectly it's been doing it perfectly for 41 years it disables the car when you're not driving it all it does. Make so I don't sure have to worry. You can't start it. You can't run it. You can't hotwire it. You can't push start it. Nothing. It's There's as simple as no that. No way. No way. Wow. It's as simple as that. Like I said, 41 years they've been trying. Yeah. Man, it can't be that easy. 41 years. 41 years. What's the guarantee on something like that? Honestly, when I asked the manufacturer that, they said, well, we haven't had to make a guarantee yet. Nobody's stolen one. Wow. We're not challenging <laughs> you, so cut it <laughs> out, people. We're not challenging <laughs> right. you. Um, so that's interesting with the technology out there. Um, and again, you guys, Hey, push button start. Who knows where that whole thing's going to go? I, I think the manufacturer's going to figure it out. There's no way that the new F one fifty can have a hundred million lines of code and they can't figure out how people could steal that F one fifty. Well, they really don't have an incentive to, they don't, if they start getting into the anti theft device field, even as something built into the truck, then they've got all the liability. If somebody does manage to steal it, sure. that's interesting. Going to leave it to third party. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I know that I read about, and we may even cover the show maybe, I don't know, 60-some-odd shows ago, in London and in England, mm -hmm. uh, there's roving gangs that will hijack these Land Rovers, take them down to South Africa or China. Oh, China, yeah. China has a sure. black market where, yep. um, to this day, I believe the same goes. You buy a vehicle. In fact, Mercedes has some pretty strict protocol if you're going to go into a Mercedes dealership. Uh, they're checking yep. you out because uh, you buy a eighty, ninety thousand Mercedes, exactly, and ship it over to China and get two hundred and thirty, two hundred and forty thousand. That's a big business. So, um, these push button starts we talked about. We also talked about these interiors. And Steve, you had mentioned, yep. one of the biggest things is actually getting down with the comfort, as it were, if you're not driving. Yeah. Now we heard some of these folks on the street. One guy said, I. You know, for the most part, people are not going to drive. If you're going to be an autonomous, you're not paying attention. So why not change the interior? Exactly. So here we go. Mercedes, you know, Mercedes is going to be on the cutting edge. You should play that song, Mercedes. When, when the car is in autonomous mode, you mm -hmm. get in that car, you're going to, and they probably have pictures of this. Maybe we're going to describe. Um, it, it almost looks goofy, though, like Jetsons-like. Right. It's a, sort of a round oval couch lounge it's like the dating show remember yeah. the dating show yes that's what i'm thinking it should be these <laughs> <laughs> low back seats this is what you're seeing in my mind right now and mercedes says when that vehicle is in an auto mode 
Mm-hmm. You, you're just going to lounge in this sort of circular. Sure. With drinks. I, you know, I mean, Pretty this good. is this is game changing. I don't think it is. You won't have to have like the open container laws and everything. I don't People think there's particular champagne in there. I don't know, man. There are laws. I mean, come on. But the thing is, if, if no. it's all autonomous, Frank, and we're able to control the speed when you approach another vehicle or anything, and then we and we eliminate accidents, then does child safety restraints change too? I mean, there's so well, many things. There is some talk about getting rid of seatbelts. Because essentially, I mean, you already, if you guys drive in a European vehicle, or for that matter, any vehicle made the last three years, you're essentially surrounded by bubble airbags. I mean, you still got to wear your seatbelt. There's no doubt. But if we can make this thing, make driving decisions for us, we might as well get rid of the seatbelt. I'm not buying it. You're not. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't wouldn't get in one of those. Are you the kind of guy to get up in the sky and Uber if I met you down in uh, overseas in the Middle East? I don't know if I'd Uber or not, honestly. I mean, uh, you don't Uber now. No, I don't, I don't. either. Why is that? Um, not comfortable or there's strangers. Just, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I don't know that person. I mean, Uber says they know that person, but I yeah. don't know that person. How do we go from a society, man? This is fascinating me. This is a whole nother day, but okay. But <laughs> we, got no, a few minutes. I, we got a few minutes left and you yep. guys listening, you casually listening. If you've got some, uh, chiming to do, give us a text or call in. How do we go from a society where everything was guarded? We went to our smartphone. Yeah. If you told me there's an app, mm-hmm. I trust the app more than I'm a, my mother Isn't that or my something? grandmother. Yeah. We trust the app. Yeah. we tr- And so here we are. I mean, literally, you said it very, very, in a plain, simple, but very practical fashion. I don't know these people coming here to pick right? me up. Yeah. I got a cold phone that said, press the app, he's coming. They'll tell me the name, but you make a good point. Exactly. I don't know the taxi driver either, but I know the company. Right. I know ah, the company's name. Yeah. There's a company behind that. Yeah. See, I feel the same way. I've I've still not taken an Uber or Lyft. I've still taken taxi cabs when I need that ride. It's just the way I am. Yeah. Well, you're I like you're old school, and I, I think am. a lot of you guys listening are old school that way. You have behavior as humans is tough to change. It is. Although yeah. technology is kind of enforcing it. You guys know that one of the biggest reasons why we need all this technology, other than some of it's really cool stuff, you gotta admit, yeah. we got about thirty seven, thirty six thousand deaths a year sure. from our we on human, the road. Human error. Right. We did stuff. So one of the things that's coming down, it's actually happening now. I wish they would do this on all vehicles. Not so much technology, but I thought this was cool. The catch bin 2.0. You guys know you through Burger King drive through and you get the fries and you got to cheat before you get home and you drop the fries in between your seats. Well, this catch bin is pretty cool stuff. Uh, Chinese companies designed this catch bin to fit right between the seat. And the center console for all you lazy pigs out there. I'm one of them that uh, drool up some French fries or ice cream. Well, I don't know about ice cream, but uh, money. Christmas is coming. Sure. Imagine if you can find you're going to get into your couch. You're going to get into the driver's side seat and dig in. So the Catchman 2.0, I think you guys can find that online. Um, it's magnetic, so it's easily removable. It's dishwasher safe and all that. Uh, so that's I thought was pretty cool. Um well, great. Where can folks find you, Mike, Revelco Phoenix? Tell us where we can uh, find you, folks listening. Um, either you can get on the web at littlegrayplug.com, and you okay. can spell gray either way you want. We got both of them. Okay, you that's do. a good move. It <laughs> is a good move. And, of course, yeah. you guys know that, uh, uh, Mike, I actually uh, am going to get the truck done, and we want Excellent. to just – my truck's got 180K on it. 
I'm keeping it. I, I don't care what they. I mean, I love autonomous. Yeah, really. exactly. But well, I'm keep. I like my old F1. I think it force you to go away. I with think it, I parked next to you. It's a beautiful looking truck. Yeah, it's clean. I've taken care of it. Yeah. Um, but um, you guys can also find uh, Ravelco Phoenix on uh, Wrench Nation, the Friends section. Uh, of course, you can find a lot of uh, great folks on the Friends section. Good community people. And uh, Mike, thank you for stopping by. The world-famous, maybe, Ranch Nation show. You rock. Uh, you guys stay tuned. We're going to dive into more of that technology that could be changing the way we think about we'll be the back. automotive. 480-655-8870. 480-655-8870. Ranch Nation wants to hear from you. Ranch Nation on Twitter and Facebook. WrenchNation.tv. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. I don't know what Elon Musk is paying you or feeding you, <laughs> but you're always talking autonomous. You're always talking Elon. We didn't mention Elon today, though. We didn't, no. but uh, shout-outs to you, Mr. Musk. Yes. I, I know you're out there. In fact, uh, Elon Musk right now, guys, you know that they had some production woes, uh, struggling a little bit. Um, boy, they're they're racking their heads out to get their production line up I want to do Model a- 3. Oh, really? Yeah, they're having problems, but they'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, well, they always yeah. have problems with everything, like iPhones and everything else. But right now, a real quick Wrench Nation text, all right? 480-655-8870. Yes or no? If you could trade it in today for an autonomous car, would you do it? Yes or, or no? Or even, uh, Steve, if you just trade it in and be done with anything car and just go ride sharing. Well, I don't want to go too many topics. All right. Just one. Yes or no? Would you trade it in today for an autonomous car? Instead of you driving, it drives you. Text now, yes or no, 480-655-8870. Want to get a quick poll going, a quick tally, and uh, you might get some Dutch bros if you win, okay? Yeah, I think a lot of you guys understand that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's down the pipeline. It's, it's happening. We don't know exactly when. You know, we mentioned Bob Lutz coming out with a pretty bold statement. The industry's, look, we've been at this for the last seven years. I can tell you that uh, the local automotive technician or mechanic uh, or garage or dealer Gosh, every year there's something new. Uh, this is a big game changer, and there's a lot of technology that we have to invest in. There's probably double, if not triple, the amount of training because now, you know, mechanics went from nut and bolts, basic electrical, to now networks, controlled area networks, right? Bus systems, where all these modules live on. So when you come in to the dealer or to your local garage and you've got a Chrysler and you've got a multitude of goofy electrical issues, Boy, somebody's got to be versed in how to understand sure. those networks, essentially, where all those modules live on. So um, I will mention to you guys, back in Detroit earlier this year, I went to a big technology conference, and I talked to some GM engineers and talked to some Bosch engineers. Autonomous retail, in other words, to the average person, not happening anytime soon, no matter what anybody tells right. you. Now, could it happen in the courier transportation industry? I think so. Yeah, it's happening. So Pizza I'd like delivery? To- I think it'd be interesting to find out what's the landscape going to look like. Will this automotive technology that's sweeping also eliminate some of our favorite drivers like my UPS guy? I like my UPS guy. He's a cool cat. He's always on time. And, you know, you develop a relationship. The U.S. Postal Service. Will these drivers be gone and will they be autonomous? Federal Express. Federal Express. All right, now, lawnmower operators. You guys are laughing right now. I understand that, but will they make an efficient lawnmower? Will I, can I stop spending eight hours a month oh, mowing boy. my lawn? I mean, I imagine that's already well, out we, there. we got the robo-vacuum. Yeah, right? sure. We got right? the Roomba, right. Um, so, snow plowers. How would you feel if you're on your, 
you woke up one morning. Uh, let's say you're in New York City or England, New North England Dakota, somewhere. where I was seeing snowplows like crazy last year. And, and, and normally, you know, snowplowers, they get together and they, they have a cup of coffee and all this kind of stuff, and you see them out there getting ready to go. No, you see an autonomous snowplower. Tyler Torres from EVIT, graduate, automotive technology. Uh, he's on his way. He's two years down to the garage. Tyler, what is in your mindset? And, and uh, you are Generation Z. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't like that, by the way. No. I, who keeps coming up with these stupid things? What else are they going to call them? Generation Pookie Pookie? It's ridiculous. <laughs> but getting in into your head, do you even care about a UPS driver? I mean, you just want your stuff delivered. Yeah. I, not even in my thought process. Now, it's someone's job, career. You'd feel bad for about two seconds. You know, they could be losing a career there. Yeah, but, you know, Amazon. You get on Amazon and you make your order. You don't care about the logistics. You just want it. Amazon said eight hours or overnight. It's prime it's going to happen exactly, and Amazon gets it done. Yeah. That's all you care about. Yeah. Yeah. As a consumer, yeah. Well, Steve, you know, some of our listeners out of uh, the Midwest, right? perhaps they're up in Canada. We got some of you Canadians up there. You you know, the farming, the agriculture industry, that's changing. You got, you got these automatic bots. Now, I could see this because farms are smaller than they used to be. The, the staff, basically, it's a family now. It's not like a whole bunch of people working most of these farms. And a lot of these younger kids, too, don't want to necessarily work on the farm anymore. Would you get an autonomous combine or tractor? I would. Would you get a grain truck that was autonomous? Yes. Tyler says he doesn't care as long as his corn is fresh. He that, And that's a sentiment. Yep. I mean, to be quite frank with you, I love my farmer well, peeps Especially there, because but... it's not in a populated area. So I'm not so concerned about things going you know, mightily wrong. Well, we don't see it. What we don't see, we don't think will hurt, but... This is serious, people. I remember as a kid growing up in New York in the big apartment buildings and in the big office buildings, you had an elevator man. Sure. It wasn't just the function of a guy just operating the lever, which is really cool. You had the big brass dial, the arrow. Man, I'm going back. I ain't that old, so stop. But and, And you knew the elevator man. And that individual is pretty much gone. Will these folks in the courier transportation business be gone too now let's get we got about a minute left how about what it's looking like on your ride what are some of the things that will be gone steering wheel steve how would you feel if your steering wheel's gone and you were just in flight in a in a vehicle well i mean i I would miss the control factor but i guess i could deal without it spare tires is already happening people some of you driving in fact they say 28 percent of these 17 models uh don't have a spare tire. There's a tire inflator, ty- uh, Tyler. Let me say that again. A tire inflator, Tyler. What do you <laughs> wow, think about that? that's a tongue twister. How does it work? Yeah. It's, it's a little kit. Now, some of the, some of it's a goopity-goop, shake it, and it, you know, as long as the whole. giant mess, right? You love but that. It, well. When they exactly. come in to get my tire fixed and I got that goop in there, that's always fun. No, I think it says hermetically sealed. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a tire inflator. It's a little compressor. It's a little box. It's much smaller than the Big Daddy. Uh, yeah donut that we what we are accustomed to and last of this that may be going away here before we get to weird automotive news you guys listening in the bays i challenge you meet me on social media steve and i want to hear will mechanics go away laptop tune-ups people will will that happen sooner than later well, bob Tyler, lutz, you're unemployed bob lutz <laughs> says bob lutz says General Motors, he's a reputable guy. I will say one more time, hashtag Lutz is nuts. (laughs) So there you have it. Some of the things that are missing out, uh, you know, automotive technology. Will it change the way we look uh, as it were the automotive industry? 
The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. Well, all right, something that hasn't changed much is that good old-fashioned car wash. You still got to get in there and get the little bristles and they spin. Well, I tell you, on Autoblog, our friends at Autoblog.com, go check out the video. This poor guy gets stuck in the drive-thru. He's a worker, and he's got the little spray wash nozzle, and he's spraying it, and it gets caught in the spinner. And this poor guy, the video almost looks like the guy's going to choke out. Uh But he's wrapped up, and he's spinning, and he's spinning. It looked like his head went down, almost like a UFC snaggle hold or something, almost fell asleep. But thank God, nothing serious. If you want to catch that video, it's at Autoblog.com. Be careful. Car washes can be dangerous, people. The Wrench Nation poll. Would you right now, if you had the chance, swap your car out for an autonomous vehicle? All right? And uh, 51% they would. 49% said they wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know about it's that. It's right there. I'm talking a lot of money could be saved it's every right year. It's right there. But it's some people right say that they're worried about what the cost of fixing an autonomous vehicle would be. Well, maybe we'll cover that in the yeah, future shows. Wow. Remember, guys, get on to Facebook. Uh, the show continues 24-7 if you need some car care help. We're networked uh, nationally uh, with so many great corner store dealerships, uh, car care garages that are mom and pops that want to take care of you. You're never alone. You always got a wrench in your pocket. Hey, and iTunes, man, we're coming after you, iTunes. Two hours coming in 2018. Yeah. We said we're coming after you because we want your ideas, people. If you're listening to this on the podcast, show ideas. It is our show. That means you and us and our. We want to get as much information from you. Get on the iTunes and subscribe. Maybe we'll feature you on the show with that idea. And as I say every week, you guys, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.